saltwater lake water, college sales from coast to coast. I'm Jordan Pear, journalist, broadcaster, and junior at Hillsdale College in Michigan. And I'm Hannah McConaughey, business major and writer. I'm a junior at the University of Washington in Seattle. Jordan and I have been friends since eighth grade, and although our personalities are similar, our backgrounds are not. I'm from small town Michigan. And I grew up on an island near Seattle. My school is small and conservative. And my school is large and liberal. We're here to talk about our college experiences, what brings us together, and sets us apart. Welcome to the second episode of Saltwater Lake Water. Okay, what are we talking about today? Give me a little life update. It's been about a month, and you've been incredibly difficult to get a hold of. <laughs> okay, it's only because I've been like actually so busy. So I've been at school for about a month now, um, and I've already taken on way too much, more than I started with. So just to kind of recap, I'm the news editor of the Hillsdale Collegian, which is the seventh best um, college newspaper in the country right now, Um, which means I'm like running three pages that I'm assigning and writing and editing and like doing design for. And then I'm also like handling four radio shows now, in addition to this podcast. Um, And I actually just like picked up the fourth one probably two weeks ago and I'm already like so in love with it so but obviously this podcast is your top priority definitely my top priority obviously obviously and then um I also have 17 credits um which is the maximum I'm allowed to have without paying more so yeah that's all going on all at once plus plus like jobs and stuff so yikes babe yikes indeed yikes indeed <laughs> yeah so it's 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 been a lot like all at once but you just got back to school let's talk about that for a second that you just started so, October <laughs> so in all fairness we're recording this on a Sunday so it's October 1st and I started school on Wednesday so I've had two days of classes because I have Fridays off but like one of my two-hour classes let out an hour early because all we did was talk about the syllabus and leave and I had to read, like, one scene from a play for my Shakespeare class. And one of my classes doesn't even have reading yet. So it's been very chill on the academic front. But because all the freshmen are here on campus for week of welcome, it's, like, recruiting season for all the clubs I'm in, all the organizations I'm on the exec board for. So I've been tabling, like, crazy this week and doing a bunch of setup and launch meetings this week. And I've never been so aggressively outgoing and peppy in my life talking to the class of 2021, you guys. I'm dying. My pep is all used up. I was going to say, you're not really that outgoing of a person, generally. Like, you normally hate people. I wouldn't say I hate people. I tend to kind of, like, stick with my best friends. And so talking to, like, hundreds of new students every day who are just streaming through all these club fairs and stuff like that has been not exactly my cup of tea. But as one of my leadership professors once said, you're supposed to have a growth mindset. So I'm trying to embrace that a little bit for the next week or so. Okay, hold on. Did you say that you have like multiple job fairs or club fairs? Keep in mind, UW has about 46,000 students and we have over 900 clubs and organizations in addition to like student government and getting involved through like the school officially so we have departmental club fairs and then we have 
a whole school club fair. And the whole school one gets a little bit crazy because, like I said, there's 900 of us. It's like tents just spread out. They have to rent all these, like, tents to protect us from the sun. See, we have one, like, club fair. One. And it's probably about three hours the first Saturday that we get here. So. That's cute, though. At least you don't lose your voice shouting over everyone else. One of my tables on Thursday was right next to this kind of um, Southeast Asian drumming club table where they were aggressively drumming. (laughs) And I swear, I was so, like, hoarse for hours after that. I was like, yes, hello, would you like to learn about our club? And they're, like, pounding away a couple yards over there. Which club was this, though? You said that you're, like, involved in multiple clubs, so, like, give us the rundown. So I've been recruiting a lot for Her Campus, which is an online magazine chapter here at UW as part of a bigger national organization. And I'm the editor for that, which I'm super excited about, and which I was last year too. So this is kind of like my dream job. I'm just sticking in for a little bit. And then I'm the vice president of public relations for the American Marketing Association, which is one of the biggest clubs in my business school, just because even if you're not majoring in marketing, the soft skills that marketing really emphasizes can be really helpful if you're going through the finance recruiting process, for example, with a top firm. So that's been super busy trying to get the launch event set up, which is a couple days away, and then also running all their social media coverage for them because that's such a big part of recruitment right now. (laughs) The end. So, okay, so you've only been... Well, and because everyone... (laughs) Because everyone just got back in town, they also all want to get coffee or dinner or brunch or, like... 11z's or tea or something like that and so fitting that in as well without making anybody feel like i'm low-key ignoring them has been rough also see like we kind of touched on in the first episode like being at a small school kind of eliminates a lot of that is because you just kind of run into people and can catch up and not have to schedule coffee or breakfast or anything you should see my google calendar it's color-coded and everything i'm very proud of you Thank you. For, just for the fact that you can, like, actually color code a planner. Mine is a jumble of, like, this is maybe a thing in, in pencil, and then this is definitely a thing in pen um, until that thing gets canceled, <laughs> and then I'm just stuck. But. <laughs> I hate that. I literally use Post-its in my planner because I hate the idea of, like, scratching something out and wasting space. <laughs> Like, I'm not kidding at all. Okay, but the thing is, even though I've been at school for, like, a month, I just finished moving in. Like, kind of. I don't have, like, all of my decorations up. I put up my calendar today. Ooh, wow. And it's, like, the jankiest hanging system ever because we're not allowed to use thumbtacks or anything. Like, I'm still in a dorm. So it's, like, a command hook with a paper clip. uh, Not, sorry, a, a safety pin run through the hole of the calendar and then, like, using that to hang it on the command hook, so. Okay, so explain this to me, though. I feel like you told me once that you didn't really feel like you could get stuff done if you weren't 100% settled in. So how has that been, kind of going back to school and then your personal life slash dorm room is um, kind of a mess. Okay, first of all, do not drag my personal life into this. <laughs> no, no, no. I meant, I meant, like, your dorm room. Mostly my dorm room. <laughs> um, I think it's because I've been spending so much time up the hill this semester, whereas last semester, I definitely tried to study more in my dorm 
so I've been spending more time in the library or like in AJ's um, versus in my dorm. Okay, first of all, what is the hill and what is AJ's? Yeah, sorry. So up the hill is like what we call main campus. So because campus is so small, it's like very like not quarantine, but like it's all in one spot and it's kind of like on this hill. And then you have like the whole Hillsdale mm-hmm. thing um, as well. And so we call it when you go from your dorm up to classrooms or the library because uh, we call it going up the hill. Um, and then AJ's is like the one cafe on campus. Yeah, gotcha. sorry. A little, little bit of campus slang that I'm, I'm pulling in unintentionally. That's cute, though. Go Chargers. Yes, Chargers. Yay. We actually just had homecoming, which was really interesting. Oh, cute. Because, well, like, I'm finally kind of in that age where I know people coming back for homecoming, whereas, like, freshman and sophomore year, not so much. So, but I didn't really get to see anybody, so. Oh, sad. <laughs> I mean, like, I saw one person that I ran into at the homecoming game. But I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's the school spirit that counts, right? School spirit that counts, yes. And we, like, completely shut out whoever we were playing for the football game. Kentucky Wesleyan, I think. Um, so it was, like, 56 to 0 or something like that. It was ridiculous. Oh, that's embarrassing for them. <laughs> it was really embarrassing for them. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. So um, should we maybe move into the second part of the show? You know what? Let's go. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about semester versus quarter system. So I'm on the semester system and Hannah, you're on the quarter system. Yes, I am. And for those of you who might not be familiar with the quarter system, because it is, I think, a little less popular in general, semesters will have two 15 to 16 week segments. So you'll have basically a fall semester and a spring semester. Whereas with the quarters, it tends to go more with the seasons. So you'll have a fall quarter, a winter quarter, and a spring quarter. So like semester is basically what you did in high school, except you're doing twice the amount of classes in a year. Yes. Right. Um, Yeah. So let's talk about like number of classes and then the speed of classes and then who each system is right for. So Hannah, do you want to start? So because we only have 10 weeks, we obviously can't learn as much as you guys can in 15 to 16. So I would say a normal load is three classes. And then a heavy load would be probably four. I think that would be a lot to handle, especially with extracurriculars and everything. So right now I'm just taking three. And we have, like I said, a 10-week period. So even though we might not be taking as many classes, we have to cram all that info in to a period that's about two-thirds the time. So our classes also tend to be longer. I've been taking two-hour classes my whole time here at UW, and it's a definitely more intense process. I think you're learning a lot very, very quickly, which means you become very knowledgeable, hopefully, about something really quickly, but it can also be so easy to fall behind. What does your weekly schedule look like? Like, Do you have Monday, Wednesday, Friday classes, like Tuesday, Thursday, or how's it split up? So at least at the UW Business School, you tend to have three-day-a-week classes or four-day-a-week classes more when you're an undergrad. And as soon as you become a junior or a senior or just start taking those 300, 400-level classes, you switch to two hours twice a week. And then usually we have Fridays off. And that's just the business school. That has Fridays. Right. 
Okay. Yeah, so my classes, let's see, uh, I'm taking five academics right now, um, and then two practicums that are related to journalism. And then I also have, like, a one-credit, like, week-and-a-half seminar thing, so, um, yeah, and that's, like, pretty typical, so you're allowed, like, five academics is pretty much the most you can get away with, um, and then a lot of people will take either, like, a practicum or a CCA, which is, like, a seminar thing that's required, um, or, like, a different seminar, just, some like, random ones that pop up, um, or, like, a fun class, like, a lot of people will take ballet, um, something like that, and then... I love it. Yeah, I actually, like, really want to take ballet before I leave, but we'll see. Um, and then we have two types of classes. So we have Monday, Wednesday, Friday classes, which are, like, about 50 minutes. And then Tuesday, Thursday, we have, like, an hour 15 classes. And then, like, we have some night classes, and those are generally, like, once a week for three hours. But most classes are either 50 minutes or hour 15 unless you're doing like a lab on top of it um like a lot of the science classes will be longer but so most people are actually kind of it's almost like high school in a weird way because everybody's on the same class schedule and so like class will let out and you're like everybody will run around to their different buildings and like get back into class so that's always kind of I was gonna say it sounds very high school it is it is in that way um and that's just because like the school is small enough that I think they have to be very cognizant of like how class schedules will overlap. I was going to say the quarter versus semester system also affects breaks, which some people don't really think about. So my summer break, for example, goes until very, very late September. My first day of classes was on September 27th. And I also have a much shorter winter break and a much shorter spring break than Jordan does. Oh, yeah. Mine's ridiculously long. Ridiculously. Um, so I get about a month for Christmas break. Um, we, like, let out on December 16th and don't have to be back until probably mid-January. Um, and then Thanksgiving, we get... Um, let me look. What do we get? Yeah. So we let out that Tuesday. So we get Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it's like about a week, um, maybe longer. And then we also have like fall break that's coming up. So we just get a, like a random four day weekend in the middle of October, which is really, really nice. But, um, we also don't get those like random holidays off. Um, like we don't get veterans day off. We don't get Martin Luther King day off. Uh, we don't get labor day off. So it kind of all evens out. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like our fall break is just Veterans Day in November, and then we get, like you said, Martin Luther King Day, and then also Memorial Day in spring quarter. And I think just because the quarter do like the quarter does go by so quickly, if we take any time off, like I mentioned, it's just so easy to fall behind or have to do a ton of work right before you go off for break. So I guess the one day off is kind of a blessing and a curse. Yeah, I mean, our Christmas break isn't really so much like a break mid-semester as it is between semesters. So we finish up fi finals before we go on Christmas break. Um, but it's still like kind of a long Christmas break, I feel like. Like, December 16th, I mean, we get almost a month. Almost a month. I mean, do you like it? 
I do like it. I mean, it, it's a nice, solid, like, time of rest between semesters, which is really helpful because I definitely at the end there, you're just, you just feel so, like, worn down. Um, and you also just, you have time to come back and, like, decompress and then go see people. Like, I feel like I'm not running around like crazy trying to cram in Christmas things and family things and then friend things. You know, like, I get some time to actually rest in between semesters too and so that's really nice yeah I will say the thing about spring break in particular we get about two two and a half weeks for Christmas but spring break is one week and sometimes like you said at the end of like a school period you're so exhausted that going back like a week later can be a little bit rough at least for me from winter quarter to spring well I know I felt like that this summer because I had so I was in DC this summer and had an internship there so I didn't really get that time of just rest and relaxation that I would normally get between school years and so when I came back for like a week between the end of my internship and the beginning of school just that whole time was spent like cramming in as much like friend time as I could because I hadn't seen them all summer so I think doing that repeatedly throughout the school year would just actually be more stressful so I think for sure it has taught me a lot about setting limits and boundaries about like what actually is going to make me feel my best when I head back to do it all over again and I think that's important too with like the back to school transition and that's something that I'm learning is what what can I take on and what can I handle? And I'm definitely learning my limit with that this semester, I feel like. Just, uh, you know, when I say yes to something, I really have to think about, like, what am I saying yes to? And what am I saying no to at the same time? So, like, how much are you experiencing that, like, having been back, you know, all of four days? I mean, it's funny you bring that up, actually, because one of the required classes we have to take freshman year for business is Intro to Microeconomics. And there's this concept in it called opportunity cost, which basically says that, like, the value of something you're choosing is, like, the highest value of whatever it is you're giving up. And I'm obsessed with that concept. I think it's so interesting. And it drives my friends insane. But I think for me, I'm really hoping life quiets down a little bit after recruiting's over, which I know is a little bit optimistic. But once I establish a routine... I think it's going to be a lot easier because I'm very much a person of habit. And right now with all the different welcome events going on and recruitment and stuff like that, it's very irregular. There's not really a set schedule yet besides the classes that still let out way, way early because we're not actually doing anything. So I'm trying to incorporate as many tiny habits into my life as possible to kind of provide some structure like having my coffee every single morning or running the dishwasher before I go to bed, as silly as that sounds, or making sure my planner is all filled out for the next day. See, I have every intention of like having all these good habits. Like I was convinced that I was going to get up at 6 a.m. like every morning and exercise and have all this time before my classes or work because most of those don't start till 10 or 11 for me this semester, which is, let me tell you, a blessing beyond blessings. Um, And it just doesn't happen. It just does not happen for me for whatever reason so kudos to you for like actually sticking to your habits um i mean we're only four days into fall quarter so don't jinx me oh just you wait i will check in next next episode the, like the first question will be like okay has your life fallen apart yet are you on jordan's level with like how much <laughs> <laughs> like are your habits in shambles as well um wow no pressure yeah so now 
like we're gonna start a betting pool um so just email in if you think anna will (laughs) will fall apart um or if she'll be able to like hold it together and be better than the rest of us um as always I came out to have a good time, and I'm feeling very attacked right now. <laughs> okay, but bringing it, bringing it back to semester versus quarter. Um, so let's talk a little bit about which system is best for which kind of student. So let's start with um, the quarter system. So in a full disclosure, I am very, very passionate about the quarter system. I am a huge, huge fan because this might just be like a part of my personality or maybe because of the weird trivia competitions I did in high school, but I would rather be like a weirdly like intense expert about a couple things for whatever period of time than like, to be honest, well-rounded. I would rather know a ton about like a couple things. And so I feel like the quarter system lets me do that a little bit because you're just so into the subject like right away and so quickly. And then, can I re-say that? That sounded very, very weird. No, we are, we are one take wonder. <laughs> You're like, we got to go to bed. <laughs> That's, it's that should be the pull take for the end. I'm like, can I re-say that? That sounded very weird. You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> um, And then this hasn't really applied to me, but I've seen a lot of my friends change their mind about what major they're going to take or which path they're going to take in general, which major they want to use to help them get there. And registering for classes three times a year as opposed to two, I think gives you a little bit more of an escape hatch if you find yourself in a path that isn't right for you because you can change your direction and kind of get into your new major's classes a little bit more quickly just in case you decide you need to make that kind of change in your life. But as far as cons go, you do have to be really careful about not falling behind because the pace can get a little bit intense sometimes. And then if you're the kind of person that really likes to mull over things long term or kind of soak up a subject, I think those kind of people would feel really rushed in a quarter system or at least maybe a little bit kind of annoyed that you don't get to really delve into it maybe in as much depth and with as much time as you have in the semester system. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. If um, you really like to get into a subject for, you know, three months at a time, the semester system will probably work better for you. Um, But with that said, like I do definitely see how registering more often will help you choose a major. But at the same time, I think that might be balanced out um, by like the core that we have to take here. Like, so our gen eds are pretty um, spread out across different topics. So I think you kind of can explore just by nature of having to meet your requirements. But definitely if you like getting into topics and if you like working at a slower pace, so you're taking on more at one time, I feel like, but you're doing it slower. So, you know, I might have five academics as opposed to Hannah's three, but I'm going through them at probably like half speed as she is. So. Yeah, maybe like six to six percent. I feel like that's how the math works. I will. I will trust you on that. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> As someone who's not good at math, I will trust you on that. So let's get into my favorite segment, what we've been loving and loving to hate. So I will go first because I'm very excited about the first thing I've been loving, which is pumpkin spice season. 
I literally love everything about October. I love Halloween. I love the leaves changing colors. I love being able to wear all my plaid scarves, which I have a little bit too many. But most of all, I love pumpkin spice. I'm that basic white girl. I go and I get the pumpkin spice lattes at Starbucks. I went to Bath and Body Works recently. Not sponsored. Please sponsor us. And I got like the pumpkin spice hand sanitizer and the candle and the lotion and like the room spray. And I was telling Jordan a little bit before we recorded this, I think I'm going to go back at Christmas when all the pumpkin stuff is on sale and just stock up so I can experience this kind of joy in my life year round. I hope you know that I hate everything about you right now. <laughs> I'm literally so happy just talking about it. It fills me with, like, joy. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, what's the thing that you, like, love to hate? Though? Okay, hang on. I have a second thing I've been loving, which is season four of BoJack Horseman. I haven't finished yet because I'm trying to pace myself, but it's been really nice to come home with my lack of homework and just watch BoJack Horseman with his nihilistic life outlook in contrast to my high-key peppy recruiting all day. And then what I have been loving to hate is also two things, because I am nothing if not an overachiever. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything in a very, like, overly achieving manner, as well as dislike things, apparently. So on Mondays and Wednesdays, I have an 8 a.m., and most classes at UW start at 8.30, but this one starts 30 hour, thirty minutes earlier, just so I can suffer a little extra those particular mornings, and I actually have to be there early before class starts to TA and answer, like, student questions and talk to the professor and everything. So I am not looking forward to that tomorrow morning. And then the second thing that I am not very happy with this week is as of today, they took 30 Rock off Netflix and I wasn't done and I feel like it's just going to be this gaping hole in my life and I pretty much need some closure or else I'm going to go crazy. To be fair, 30 Rock is a great show. So I I completely support you being upset about this. Okay, so my thing that I am really loving right now is also fall related and it is the fact that I get to and it is the fact that I get to wear my flannel literally all the time I own one flannel I love it I got it at Salvation Army (laughs) and it's actually it's bad enough that people have commented on the fact that I wear this flannel all the time um so sorry I promise I will buy more um it's like the cartoon character route where they just buy the, like, they wear the same outfit every single day and that's how you can recognize Yes, them. no, that's exactly what this is. It's, it's the same, like, men's black and white and gray flannel that I got at Salval and it's just all I'm wearing right now, so. Does it really embody your edgelord aesthetic? It really does. It <laughs> really does. Um, and then the thing that I am loving to hate is also fall related and it is people like you i'm sorry hannah i love you okay not quite people like you but it's like the people who think halloween lasts an entire month it doesn't it just does not it's it's one day at the end of october please stop with the memes the jokes like october october is october and halloween is halloween and they are not the same thing so please let's all just calm down just a little bit um, otherwise, I'm going to expect you to treat every day like it's Halloween and dress in full costume and give me candy. Um, that's that's the stipulation. So either we calm down or we give Jordan candy every day. So I feel like that's fair. I really do feel like that's fair. If you're going to be obnoxious about it, then at least make it worthwhile for me. 
So that's very reasonable. It is. Okay, and I think that just about wraps us up. So um, thank you for listening to the second episode of Saltwater Lake Water. I'm Jordan Pear. And I'm Hannah McConaughey. You can find the show notes at saltwaterlakewater.com. There's also bios, photos, and occasionally a blog post. You can email us at saltwaterlakewater at gmail.com or use the contact form on the website. You can follow us on SoundCloud, again, under Saltwater Lake Water, and we're working on getting iTunes. So stay with us as we try to figure it all out. And remember, we're all just learning how to sink or swim. I think that was the problem is that it was just like not using... The, the right internet thing. Okay, so now we know. And now we can record. Okay? Dang it. I can't finish reading this BuzzFeed article about LaCroix. Truly, what a travesty. 21 things everyone obsessed with LaCroix knows to be true. You have way too much time. I'll bookmark it for later. <laughs>